In this video, I wanna show you how to become a more effective leader in your business. So I'm gonna show you actually a three-step framework to help you think through this. Let's dive right in. Welcome to The Health Printer Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel Kim here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur, and you are here because you want to learn how to become a more effective leader. Well, I'm going to show you how to do that in your business, respectively. Uh, if you're a health professional, well, you're my jam. We help health professionals and coaches get clients and scale their businesses online. And a big piece of that puzzle is how to become an effective leader, because essentially you start off as doing everything yourself, and then eventually you have to surround yourself with other great people to accomplish bigger things together. That's what leadership is really. It's the ability to accomplish big things through the work of others. And you have to understand that your team, the people you work with are the biggest points of leverage in your life. Every single new hire is the opportunity to buy back more time, to increase capabilities and capacities in your business, and ultimately to serve more people and make a bigger impact. So I'm gonna share something with you. I'm gonna show you a framework here on the screen that I think will hopefully um, yeah, get you to think about this in a new way. All right, so when we when we are, let me just share my lovely face at the bottom here as well. So when we, let's do this, let's put, I'll put myself up here. Okay. Okay, so when we start off in business, we basically start off by doing the stuff, okay? So we have to become the person who is capable of delivering and doing the thing, right? Now, here's the question to ask yourself at this level is you might be at this level for a couple months, couple years, and essentially the question is, can I do this at a world-class level and consistently produce results? Okay, so can I do this at a world-class level and consistently produce results? That means you get to a point in the doing of your business, whether it's the delivery, the marketing, the sales, or anything else, where you have become really, really, really good at doing this. And this is super important. This is something a lot of health professionals especially completely skip over when it comes to their business acumen, which is why so many of them struggle in business, which is I just wanna focus on teaching and helping my clients and I don't wanna do anything else. And I'm all about working in your zone of genius, 100%. But there are things you do have to master when it comes to marketing. You can't just delegate. Like you can't delegate your messaging initially. Like you can't have someone come in and take what you only know in your head and be able to communicate that to the marketplace. Like you have to go through that journey of articulating and clarifying who you are, what you represent, all that stuff. Down the road, you can bring other people in. Notice how I said bring other people in not give it out because agencies in general are not going to, you know, they're not going to give a shit about your business. So you have to own this, okay? You have to become proficient to be able to produce world-class results by you doing the stuff. Now, I do want to clarify, I'm not saying you have to do everything in your business. I'm not saying you have to develop web pages and build funnels and worry about the tech, but there are the big needle movers that you do need to understand, the marketing, the sales, the delivery, those are three big things that you should at a high level, maybe even at a deep level, really, really go through yourself before you start handing them off. 
okay? So that's the first level is, can I do the thing at a world-class level and consistently produce results? Because until you get to this yes, right? Until you can give yourself a check mark, you shouldn't hire people to do it for you, right? Because you don't understand the nuances. You don't understand the things that are gonna make the difference, right? So we have, uh, I ran all of my Facebook ads for many years and then we eventually hired it out. But the thing is, I can have, I can call bullshit. I can see nonsense. I can see where things are not working and I can be like, hey man, our cost per lead is double what it used to be. What's going on here? Show me what's happening here. I need to like, cause now I have an understanding and visibility as opposed to just total delegation where I'm like, sure, I guess, whatever. It's, it's complete, um, almost abdication of any responsibility around the marketing. You have to own, this is your business. Like you have to take ownership of this, okay? So again, this is step one in becoming a more effective leader is you have to lead yourself. This starts off with your daily disciplines, your habits, et cetera, the work you do, being good enough, doing the stuff yourself initially before we get to the next level, okay? So once we have that, the second level is teach. So here, the question to ask and answer is, am I able to reproduce my success in others by teaching them how to do it? And this is super important. I mean, again, you can see why now you have to go through level one to get through level to get to level two, right? So if you're able now to bring someone in and teach them how to do something, that's huge. So let me give you an example. So we have a couple of copywriters on our team. Uh, some of them are coaches and one of them basically does all the writing for me. I don't enjoy writing. I enjoy speaking and doing this kind of stuff. So I did the writing for, I mean, more than a decade and a half in my businesses, right? So I know my message. I know my writing style. I know my voice, my tonality, all that kind of stuff. And what I needed to do was essentially teach and train someone else on how to do that because I don't want to do that stuff anymore. But I'm not saying I don't want to do that stuff from day one. I spent 15 years learning copywriting, improving my writing style, all that stuff. But I'm also at a point in my business where it's not the most important thing for me to do, okay? Because our writer can take videos like this, extract my ideas and my tonality and my, my voice and all that, and then she can take that and put it into writing in emails, ads, content, etc. But here's the thing. I can't just say, cool, you're hired. Here's some videos, go at it. I need to teach, I need to train, I need to coach her in that endeavor. Now, everyone comes in at a different level. Some people are rock stars right out of the gates, which is ideal. Some people are what I call seeds. You've got seeds and stars. Seeds are those who are maybe a little more junior in their role, but as long as they're coachable and willing to learn, you can build them up to become stars. It takes a little bit more time. Stars are people who've already gone through that journey and they fall into your lap at that level already, okay? So either way, one of the biggest mistakes of leadership is not spending time teaching, training, and coaching your direct reports. Your goal as a leader is to develop other leaders. It's not to be like, I don't wanna do this thing anymore, you do it, figure it out. That's not the goal. But the goal is instead of me spending, let's say five or six hours a week writing, I can spend 30 minutes a week 
coaching and teaching in the, in the form of a one-on-one -on -one call, in the form of some uh, tutorials, kind of uh, tutorial videos. I can review her work and I can send her a screen share video, but like, hey, here, this was good. This, you know, this could use some improvement. And that might take me 30 to 60 minutes a week to do. So the trade-off is I save six hours of doing work that number one, takes me six hours. Number two, I don't necessarily enjoy that much. And I'm investing one hour to save six. And I'm helping somebody else develop their skill sets to become extremely proficient and more valuable to our company. So leadership really is about, again, developing other leaders. It's not about saying, I don't wanna do this thing anymore. It's understanding I'm good enough at this thing. Let me teach someone else how to do it to the level that I know how to, right? Maybe they don't, they don't get to 100% of what you can do, but if they're 80, 85, 90% of, of what you can do, that's good enough. That's a lot better than you doing everything yourself. And if you're not willing to do this, like if you feel like you're the only person who can do what you do, then that's fine, but you will always be a slave to your job. It's not even a business at that point, okay? So that's the second level, which is teach. And this is super important, is being able to reproduce your results through others by teaching, coaching, and training them on how to do that. And the final level is called systemize. So systemize is can I completely step away and if I am away, do the results continually improve? This is a big one, right? So here's, here's a big issue with a lot of health professionals. And this is where I challenge them. I'm like, hey, great, you've got a busy practice? Terrific, but not really, because what happens if you take a week off next week? What happens if you get sick? What happens is you don't make any money because your money is completely dependent on you being there. And second, your patients or clients don't get help. That sucks, that's not a business, that's a job. Right? You go punch in, you punch out. You don't punch in, you don't punch out, you don't get paid. That's essentially what's happening with a lot of health practitioners. It's archaic and it doesn't make a lot of sense. So when you systemize, it's how do I, how can I create systems and processes in place, which includes the elevation of people or leaders in your team who can then duplicate themselves so you can step away and nothing falls apart. But not just that, but the business actually grows in your absence. That's the key. Dan Sullivan, one of my uh, mentors and you know, just amazing people from Strategic Coach, talks about this, this whole concept of a self-managing company. I'm talking about a self-multiplying company, right? It's not a company that manages itself within your absence. It's a company that multiplies itself whether or not you're there. Because if you want to build a business... I think you should build a business with the intention of being able to sell it, but even if you have zero desire to do so. And the reason I say that is because to build a business as if you were gonna sell it requires you to think very differently than if you had not even thought of that in the first place. Here's what I mean by that. A business that is 100% reliant on you is impossible to sell. I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, I sold my previous company, which was my name, whatever. Um, but still, we had, you know, assets and systems in place where I don't have to do anything, you know, with that stuff. So that's, you know, one of the reasons I was able to sell it. But, you know, at a much lower valuation, right? Like with Healthpreneur, I could leave for three months and nothing would change. Like our clients would still get results. We'd bring people in. 
I don't need to be here, which is amazing. And that's the way I built it from day one because I learned the lessons from my previous business where I was in some way, shape or form, either based on my name or my face, a little bit of a slave to the business I built. So whether or not you're a health professional, whether or not you have a clinic or you have anything else, any other type of business and you're watching this, you have to understand that if you are not able to step away from your business and you're not able to step away because you're afraid things are going to fall apart and nothing's going to happen without you there, that's a major issue, okay, that eventually you have to solve. But you solve that one step at a time. Remember, we started doing, we started like do the work, okay? You can't step away for a week if you have to be there all the time. That's fine. That's the season you're in. Okay, cool. You've got to the next level. You're making more money. You can hire one or two people. Perfect. Now you got to teach and elevate them. You got to elevate these people to become great leaders in their respective departments to now move up the ladder uh, for them to help elevate the business. And as you continue doing that, and as you start building out systems for here's how we do this thing, here's how we do this thing. Now those people that you've hired can start to run those systems and now you can step back and the business continues to multiply. So this is the top level, which is systemizes. Can you reproduce results through the efforts of others and through systems that if you were to completely step away from the business will continue to multiply your business in the absence of, your, in the absence of you being there? Okay, so this is an example of why if you've watched any of my other videos and if you haven't, make sure you watch the next video in this leadership series, which we'll link up below when you're finished here, is that, you know, the purpose of a business is to produce a profit for the owner, but independent of the owner being there. Because if that requires your presence all the time, it's a job, it's not a business. You know, I talk a lot about the perfect client pipeline, right? It's the client acquisition system we use for all of our clients. And it has nothing to do with you manually posting stuff on Instagram. It has nothing to do with stupid dancing videos or you know ridiculous stuff. All of that stuff has its place if that's your jam, okay? It's not my jam, I can't stand it, whatever. But if it's your jam and you enjoy doing it, fine. But remember, if you don't have a predictable way of bringing people into your business, you don't have a business. Right? If people fall into your lap through word of mouth, that's great, but that's not predictable. You have no control over that. And that's much more common in a brick and mortar clinic than it ever will be in a virtual business. No one's falling into your lap virtually. You know, like no one's coming across your website. The whole field of dreams, build it and they will come, doesn't exist online. So you have to build systems for marketing. You have to build systems that predictably move more of those leads into converted paying clients. You have to have delivery systems where you can predictably produce outcomes for the people you serve. You have to have systems for how you retain and ascend clients. What happens if they want to cancel? What happens if this happens? What happens if this, this, this? Like, again, like there's a balance between systems and innovation, right? And kind of flexibility. But if you don't have a way for things to get done, if you don't have a recipe for how to make the chocolate cake, then how are other people supposed to make the same chocolate cake? Right. The reason that Starbucks, you like, you know, if I go to Europe, I don't necessarily want to go to Starbucks. But if I want a predictable, reliable drink, if I want the salted caramel ice brew, whatever it's called, the cold brew, and that's what I'm feeling, I'm going to go to Starbucks in a country that I've never been to, for instance, because I know Starbucks has a replicatable, reproducible recipe that's consistent every time versus taking a chance somewhere else and being disappointed. 
So systemization is the reason why businesses get so big, McDonald's, Starbucks, they're able to reproduce quality over and over again through these systems by teaching their people how to do what it is they do, but they first started off by kind of understanding how to do what it is they have to do. So again, this is just one facet of how to become an effective leader in business. I've got some other videos to help you do that. So click the link below this video to watch the next video in this series. If you've enjoyed this, remember to hit subscribe while you are here. Lots of other videos to help you build a great health business. Even if you're not a health professional, all these videos will help you. Thank you once again for watching. If you've enjoyed it, let me know in the comments below, but most importantly, subscribe and watch the next video that's coming up right now, and I'll see you there. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at Health printer and be sure to tune in and subscribe to our youtube channel on youtube just search health printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well that's all for today i appreciate your time and your attention keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode